I looked at the map one last time. The colors of its paper were changing as, above, the sun's light was waning. Somewhere in the west the great orb was receding, and the complex fracturing of the evening light brought reds and browns to my window. I sat on my window sill, a bowl from the kitchen before me, and behind me were several very difficult days of labor. Looking at the complicated sketches now, I find it hard to believe that we found so much unused space, here and there, in unknown or unnoticed places. Now in them sit food stores of all kinds. The cans sit stacked, any number of noodles and beans are crammed into plastic boxes of all kinds, anything we could find. And the chart that I glance at one more time explains exactly where it all rests, waiting. I light the paper with a match. It goes up in flame. I throw the short-lived fireball into the bowl and it smolders just outside my window. Somewhere in the alleyway below, most probably on the other side of the building, a small Chinese woman does the same. I know she is finished, for she is at least as reliable as me, and, as promised, presses the call button to signal that the deed is done. Now no record exists of what we have accomplished, a Herculean task, as much for the labor as organization. We have visited all of the apartments in our building. We have taken only what could not have been noticed missing. We have dusted the dusty cupboard so as to not let on that we have been there. As far as the onlooker is concerned, this building is as pristine a find as one could hope for. Just as we planned, they will take what they see as a treasure trove of goods, will leave with smiles on their faces, never to return. But below their feet, above their heads, sometimes behind the very walls, lies an even greater bounty that will feed two people for months and months to come. And even if they were to get lucky and come across a stash of green beans or canned corn, they would surely think it an anomaly. Even if they didn't, even if they caught on, the likelihood that they would find it all, or even a good portion of it, is so very low. So very low because Ping is as good at hiding things as she has been at hiding her own presence here. And she has taught me well this lesson. She knows the building like the back of her hand, and her direction as to where I should look for store places has been dead on every time. I worked up, and she did as well, I from six, she from two or three, wherever she lives, to five. She was tasked with opening the doors of each apartment before I arrived. She was always one step ahead, gone before I opened the stairwell door, returning after I was finished even, to check that the doors were locked as though untouched. When this is all over, that is to say, when we can breathe again, perhaps even on a rooftop as green as it once was here, maybe she will allow me to sit with her, 
maybe I might even broach a question or two. For now, the ones on my mind are, how did you become so good at picking locks, leaving no trace, and generally being invisible? It was her idea to be rid of any sign of our plan, most especially the map to the whereabouts of our food stores. I know because I know how my mind works that I shan't forget even one place on the map. And these last days have shown me that Ping is a kindred spirit in this. She too will not forget. What she has been able to achieve here far eclipses my own efforts, I must admit. I was often the one needed to carry things from floor to floor, and she was the one to organize where and what. I guess this makes me, as unlikely as it seems, and as uncomfortable as it is to admit, the brawn of this operation. And she was the brains, her efficiency, quickness, and artisan level of accomplishment in almost every task has impressed me and makes me all the more curious about her, but I do not press her on my questions. Until now there wasn't time. Now that this may change, though, I shall leave her to come to me when she sees fit. Out of respect. If the community, in its search for sustenance, ventures to the roof, they will find next to nothing. All has been harvested and preserved for our own use, and the plants that remain have all withered, sacrificing themselves for us after drinking Ping's potions, bringing about an almost instantaneous look of detritus to plants that only hours ago seemed above average healthy. Along with my theory that Ping is invisible, is the one in which she accomplishes so much simply because she does not need to sleep. She is never mentioned insomnia, but who can accomplish so much unless they have 24 hours to use every day? I mean, who has the time to go from floor to floor, applying dust to the top of all of the doorknobs so as to complete her master tableau? That I am alive makes me one of a very small few, and in that sense, lucky beyond my deserving. That I ended up in the same building, though, with some kind of genius spy with a broad know-how of any number of useful things makes me perhaps one of the luckiest now on this sparsely populated earth, I think. I give our chances of survival a much higher grade now, allowing me to gently, thankfully, forget the dream from days ago. If there are to be heartless killings of innocent civilians, they will not be us. You can be certain of that. I looked at the map one last time. The colors of its paper were changing as, above, the sun's light was waning. Somewhere in the west the great orb was receding, and the complex fracturing of the evening light brought reds and browns to my window, 
I sat on my windowsill, a bowl from the kitchen before me, and behind me were several very difficult days of labor. Looking at the complicated sketches now, I find it hard to believe that we found so much unused space, here and there, in unknown or unnoticed places. Now in them sit food stores of all kinds. The cans sit stacked, any number of noodles and beans are crammed into plastic boxes of all kinds, anything we could find. And the chart that I glance at one more time explains exactly where it all rests, waiting. I light the paper with a match. It goes up in flame. I throw the short-lived fireball into the bowl and it smolders just outside my window. Somewhere in the alleyway below, most probably on the other side of the building, a small Chinese woman does the same. I know she is finished, for she is at least as reliable as me, and, as promised, presses the call button to signal that the deed is done. Now no record exists of what we have accomplished, a Herculean task, as much for the labor as organization. We have visited all of the apartments in our building. We have taken only what could not have been noticed missing. We have dusted the dusty cupboard so as to not let on that we have been there. As far as the onlooker is concerned, this building is as pristine a find as one could hope for. Just as we planned, they will take what they see as a treasure trove of goods, will leave with smiles on their faces, never to return. But below their feet, above their heads, sometimes behind the very walls, lies an even greater bounty that will feed two people for months and months to come. And even if they were to get lucky and come across a stash of green beans or canned corn, they would surely think it an anomaly. Even if they didn't, even if they caught on, the likelihood that they would find it all, or even a good portion of it, is so very low. So very low because Ping is as good at hiding things as she has been at hiding her own presence here. And she has taught me well this lesson. She knows the building like the back of her hand, and her direction as to where I should look for store places has been dead on every time. I worked up, and she did as well, I from six, she from two or three, wherever she lives, to five. She was tasked with opening the doors of each apartment before I arrived. She was always one step ahead, gone before I opened the stairwell door, returning after I was finished even, to check that the doors were locked as though untouched. When this is all over, that is to say, when we can breathe again, perhaps even on a rooftop as green as it once was here, maybe she will allow me to sit with her. Maybe I might even broach a question or two. For now, the ones on my mind are, how did you become so good at picking locks, leaving no trace, and generally being invisible?
It was her idea to be rid of any sign of our plan, most especially the map to the whereabouts of our food stores. I know because I know how my mind works that I shan't forget even one place on the map. And these last days have shown me that Ping is a kindred spirit in this. She too will not forget. What she has been able to achieve here far eclipses my own efforts, I must admit. I was often the one needed to carry things from floor to floor, and she was the one to organize where and what. I guess this makes me, as unlikely as it seems, and as uncomfortable as it is to admit, the brawn of this operation. And she was the brains, her efficiency, quickness, and artisan level of accomplishment in almost every task has impressed me and makes me all the more curious about her, but I do not press her on my questions. Until now there wasn't time. Now that this may change, though, I shall leave her to come to me when she sees fit. Out of respect. If the community, in its search for sustenance, ventures to the roof, they will find next to nothing. All has been harvested and preserved for our own use, and the plants that remain have all withered, sacrificing themselves for us after drinking Ping's potions, bringing about an almost instantaneous look of detritus to plants that only hours ago seemed above average healthy. Along with my theory that Ping is invisible, is the one in which she accomplishes so much simply because she does not need to sleep. She is never mentioned insomnia, but who can accomplish so much unless they have 24 hours to use every day? I mean, who has the time to go from floor to floor, applying dust to the top of all of the doorknobs so as to complete her master tableau? That I am alive makes me one of a very small few, and in that sense, lucky beyond my deserving. That I ended up in the same building, though, with some kind of genius spy with a broad know-how of any number of useful things makes me perhaps one of the luckiest now on this sparsely populated earth, I think. I give our chances of survival a much higher grade now allowing me to gently, thankfully, forget the dream from days ago. If there are to be heartless killings of innocent civilians, they will not be us. You can be certain of that.